I am Michael Sestouli and welcome to Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. In this episode, I'm joined by Cinemates team members Nick Salone and Angus Newell, along with Louis Stenmark, in the first of a new format we're calling Cine Yarns. While drinking some Brewdog Hazy Jane IPAs and Lost Lagers, we cover a range of topics and debate key issues in cinema, from movies that could be remade with new directors to whether streaming services have ruined cinema. As always, make sure you're following Cinemates wherever you get your podcasts and leave a five-star review to support us. Now sit back, enjoy this episode of Cinemates. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Open the pod bay doors now. How are we going? Good, good. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been it's a long the, time. The yeah. Cinemaze Boys versus America's latest export. <laughs> Louis, welcome, man. Massive episode. Yeah, this is going to be Very good. happy to have you on. And before we do, quick shout out to our amazing sponsors as always. Brewdog Australia. We love Brewdog. Carbon Negative Craft Beer Brewer based in Brisbane. Mm. And today we've got a mix. Hazy Jane IPA and the Lost Lager. Louis going for the Lost Lager. Smells good so far. <laughs> Hopefully that picked up. <laughs> what do you picked up on the mic. Good. Fruity a little bit. Not sure if it's supposed to be, but if it is, yeah. it's doing a good job. <laughs> no, nice. it's it's good. We love BrewDog here. We actually had a few over the weekend. Obviously, drink responsibly. Over 18. 18s. Own, over 18s only. Um, but yeah, they're great. super keen to get actually into this episode. Really good. I'm mm. not even kidding. I don't even drink beer or anything like that much, but they're actually good. I they're really drink, smooth lager. You could yeah. drink a lot of that. Not that I'm saying that you should. <laughs> you should. But, you uh, could. They're good. Yeah. You know, and I don't think I get tired taste. of it. Yeah, and you're saving the planet. Saving the planet Each beer well. is something that you're very interested in, Absolutely. Mm. Um, Helping out climate change, et cetera, et cetera. Now- <laughs> Let's hop in. So this episode is a little bit different for those listening. We're not actually going to dissect a single movie. Mm. We are going to be having a broader discussion about cinema in general, asking some questions, bouncing <laughs> off each other. And I think we're going to call this segment or this episode Cine Yarns because <laughs> we've, we've had the um, – <laughs> we've been sort of putting sinner and then like a verb after a lot of things recently. So I think it's, we've been branding a lot of things. Yeah. Branding yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is a bit of a test one, yeah. bit of a test case. Uh, and very, it was, it was Louis idea, I believe. Yeah. So, well, I just kept running into these guys. Like when we'd just be out and I'd just be like, okay, well, we need to chat cinema in some mm. form. And they'd be like, well, you can actually come on this podcast that we have. That I have <laughs> I'm a regular sure listener of. And so, yeah, now here I am and I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, so. let's do it. We do have to do the gauntlet though, as yes. is tradition for every first time guest. So, Michael, you want to kick us off? Let's do it. So, Louis, five deep questions about cinema. See who you are, what you like to watch. First question, most memorable movie that you saw in cinemas. 
I would have to say it's. It, I wouldn't say it's like the, the movie that I'm most excited about, but I remember going to Avengers Endgame mm. and just like <laughs> losing it when mm. I don't know if we can do spoilers. Yeah, yeah, spoilers. Oh, it's but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when they all just like start coming out of portals, I had like a transformational like childhood straight back into it. I was like, no way, they just did that, and then I was like, holy shit, like this is epic. Few so, tears. Close, I reckon. Yeah. Super close. And I was like, you can't just do that. But I was like, yeah, they, <laughs> they did, did it and I'm happy it. with it. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Mm. Yeah. Those those movies were fun. The payoff. Yeah. One the of the keyword were there for you, Nick. They, they were. Yeah, Funnily they were. enough, I think that I've seen a lot of my favorite movies not in the cinema. Like cool. Just because yeah, yeah, yeah. like they might have been like slipped through the cracks or something a little yeah. bit older. And I've mm. gone like I wish I had the opportunity to go and watch that mm. again in the cinema. But absolutely. Look, yeah, we'll see. Mm. Or you know they're coming back out in the cinema as well this weekend. What? Infinity War at Endgame, yeah. Why? Oh. I don't know. Well, they're just doing a rerun. Yeah, fair enough. Just trying to fair milk enough. some more money. Um, all right, what was your fastest TV show binge? I would probably have to say it's either Peaky Blinders or like White Lotus, one of the seasons mm. of White Lotus, mm. or and Made. I don't know if you guys have seen Haven't, Made. I haven't watched it. Massive it, recommendation. Yeah. That's like awesome. So that was pretty quick. I'm not sure if it's like a limited series or whatever, but mm. that was mad. Who stars yeah. in Made? I don't know. The She's the girl from Once Upon a mm. Time in Hollywood, the like hippie chick with their own oh, hair. With Brad Pitt. Yeah. 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 But she's with it's Fred, like Fred phenomenal. Okay. Such a good yeah. show. So mm. highly recommend. Heard very good things. She's, she's a great actress. Yeah. She's mm. awesome. Favorite Australian movie, movie Lou? Is it filmed in Australia? Filmed or like Australian cars. Definition. Because, yeah, there's a couple. Like, if you were to go like Baz Luhrmann and just go like, mm. oh, anything that he's done, you could do that, but I'm not going to do that <laughs> um, because of year eight English or whatever that <laughs> scarred us yeah. all. Um, <laughs> I would maybe say Mad Max, Fury mm. Road. Oh. Just because, like, it's like you obviously have Tom Hardy like at the helm of that mm. thing. And then also just like, given the history within Australia that yeah. Mad Max has. And then, yeah, and it's just like visually and I don't know if you'd say like culturally, but it's just mm. very cool like experimental yeah. kind of cinema and then you just go, wow, what an awesome. Mm. It's the best, in my opinion, best action film from the last like 20 years. Oh, that's mm. big. That'd be cool. <laughs> that's I know, huge. I know, but some of those practical effects are insane. Oh, yeah. Also, mm. the sequel, oh, not the sequel, sorry. The uh, A new Mad Max movie is... I think it's wrapped filming, possibly. Furiosa. Furiosa that's on yeah. the way, so I'm really and excited for Tom that. Tom Hardy again? No. It's I think Chris Hemsworth with interesting. Uh, Charlie's, Charlie's Theron. Theron. Next cue, uh, movie that you think everyone needs to see. Right. I love this question. Give me a second. Give me a second. You can, you can, you can pick a few. I've got There's an initial X. one that's awesome. Yeah. Um, meet Joe Black, one of my mm. favorite movies of all time. I've even heard it, of that Brad Pitt one. is Young like the Brad main Pitt. dude in it. Uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins and then... I can't remember who the other actress is in it. Mm. But basic premise is the the biggest lesson that I think why people should watch it. It's more about just like the biggest takeaway is like stay open to what life has to offer. Mm. And you can kind of like watching that, you have this appreciation for the time that you have on the planet. So mm. love that movie because of that. And then the other one I would say is All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah. Is, mm. is required viewing <laughs> yeah. for – they should make it part of the curriculum, very controversial, <laughs> but they 100% should because people actually have to understand mm. what like war and violence. Yeah. The new one or the OG one? Pardon? The new one or the OG the, one? The new one. Yeah. I haven't mm. seen the OG, so I'm not that. that. Yeah. Um, so well done. Yeah. What's the TV show you're watching at the moment? Final question. 
um, watching The Witcher a little bit, but yeah. every time I literally make a smoothie and I go and sit down and I finish the smoothie and I'm like, well, <laughs> done with that. Like, just don't. So it's not really, I want to watch it, it's but really it's like, I feel like they, yeah. I feel like there's a potential couple miscastings. Like I've played the games mm. and I just mm. didn't feel like some of the people matched. A lot of them do. Like Henry yeah. Cavill was awesome for Yeah, you know, but he's girl. not going to be in the new season now. I know. Well. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I saw so it that sort of puts like, a damper on you while like, trying to get through it. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing that he's not going to be back. Yeah, no. Mm. I guess so, maybe subconsciously. But, um, and then I'm also watching Outlander, which is like yeah. an interesting one. Yeah. It's like, for, I don't know. If who's in it? I don't know who's in it. <laughs> but like, it's really good. Like, it's great. It's like, a, it's something different to mm. the, the classic cinema bro thing to watch. So yeah, we it's are good. cinema bros. Here. I enjoy it because the premise of it is really interesting. Like going back into a time period, like, yeah, going back into a time period where someone knows all this stuff about the future and can apply it. It's, it's really cool. So you just, if that wasn't like enough that of an explanation, mm. you're going to have to check it out for yourself. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Good. Great good answers. Outlet. Yeah. Great yeah. Made it through. Uh, let's have some Sineons now. Yeah, we got some yarns. We're just gonna Lou, you've obviously off. got a lot of stuff you've written down. Yeah. What's like yeah. sort of the We've asked you some questions. What's sort of the time? blend of questions you've got? Like, yeah. like, let's like kick it you off. just want me to fire one just No, but just what have you got like types of questions? Yeah, like, maybe, maybe they're like uh I would say they're big questions of cinema. Mm. Um, whether it be like best actor of whatever, or then there's some other ones of like movies that you like that you wish were done a little bit different or mm. um, what your spin on that would be. What else we got? Um, yeah, just stuff like yeah. that. I can nice. fire one off. Let's hear it. Let's do it. <laughs> mm. All right. Who do we think will be the next James Bond? Okay. Mm. Well, I nice checked this. I actually checked this over the weekend. Sportsbet was saying, number one, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Mm. It's a good choice. Which was an excellent choice. Mm. And I think he would be unreal. He's great. Very, very, very handsome, but also a very, very good actor. Yeah. He was awesome. Did Idris, Elba, like pull, did Idris Elba pull his hat from the ring on that one? I don't know. Because I remember him being like a top four. Yeah. And there's I, also Jacob. I Lamorty. think we've spoken about this on another episode. Like you'd think that they would start with someone who's a bit young because Daniel Craig's like well into his 50s mm. now. Yeah. Um, so they'd want someone to like take the helm for a bit. Mm-hmm. Usually it's someone that's like – you know, progressed in the, into their career, but they're a bit unknown still. Yeah. Um, which I feel Aaron Taylor is. Mm-hmm. So I also feel like Jacob Elordi fits that role as well. Yeah. I don't know, man. He's very well known, but he's not progressed in his career. And yeah. what he did on Euphoria was like amazing. So yeah. I think he could. That would be interesting. Pull a dark what do you side think? to James Bond. I, I have like, I think Aaron Taylor Johnson would be awesome just mm. because like he was so great in. Um, bullet Train in a completely yeah. different way but then all these other movies that he's been in that mm. no one mm. even knew that it was him mm. and then now he came out in Bullet Train everyone was like did you know that that was the guy from like Kick-Ass and, <laughs> yeah. and people were like what? <laughs> like I had no idea um, I think uh, there's I think like everyone has their own image mm. of who Bond like should be mm. depending on who you grow up like watching like one of my big no-nos when I heard that this was a person that was potentially throwing the hat in the ring unfortunately Henry Cavill just doesn't He's not going to do it for me if he's James Bond. Really? Because he's so he's too big jacked. and bulky. Yeah. Yeah, I just can't jacked. imagine he's him going to they a need tailor to be suave. Yeah, and the yeah, tailor yeah. being like, sorry, brother, we don't have a suit that <laughs> yeah. fits your arms. Yeah. Like kind of thing. And it's like going from Superman to being James Bond. I just don't. Yeah. Sorry, Henry, but like just don't see it in your future, brother. I, I thought he he did suit it because of um uh, man, man and uncle? Man, man from uncle. Oh, yeah, man yeah, from yeah. uncle, yeah. sorry. 
he, where he plays a sort of like spy. Mm. Yeah, he also still guy. looked too big in that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I running around in a suit. I like, see what you mean. James Bond yeah. also like you know sometimes gets kidnapped and ragdolled around. It's like yeah, <laughs> Henry Cavill. <laughs> yeah. Not doing that if you're a Superman. Yeah. Also. Um, I'm excited. I I am excited to see who they pick though. But wow, yeah. Daniel Craig was one of the best. I still think that Casino Royale is the best James Bond film. Is Daniel anyway. your favorite? You. Oh yeah, definitively. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that a lot of people will say, "Oh, the classics, the classics, the classics are great." Like, I love mm. GoldenEye. It's mm. probably my favorite from the from yeah. the classic era. Yeah. Um, but Casino Royale, man, I remember watching that when I was, I think it was eight mm-hmm. when it came out, two thousand eight. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, with my dad, and it just blew me away. It's such yeah. a good standalone movie. Oh, mm. sure. Like that's a the one that I would go to and be like, "Yeah, I'm going to watch that again." Yeah. But I've watched that too many times. Yeah. And mm. I'm just like, this is such a good... And like Mads Mikkelsen as the oh, the villain. Yeah. Is, yeah. Man, I have so much respect for him as an actor. Yeah. Just like Phenomenal. So many good movies that he's in. Like yeah. Another Round and The Hunt, if you haven't oh, seen Oh, yeah. you just watched The Hunt. Another awesome, Round. Awesome movie. I've been tracking you on Letterbox. Don't worry round. about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the Letterbox is, is going off. All right. Yeah. Should, we, should we get it? Yeah. I've got a new one. Go on. Um, so they actually just like released how their uh, HBO Max is filming that new Harry Potter series, okay. but it's all still based on the original seven books. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were to pick like a new Harry Potter project to like produce and do, like what what would you put out there? What do you mean? Pick I've got a like a few other like the origin of like Snape. Uh, oh, okay. The founding four, so the like original mm. four wizards I that like founded that the school. I like that. Or like following like the Black family. Sirius Black and his sisters and all that. Mm. That'd be Regular a Black. Black. That'd be a great like, like mini series. Like yeah. Succession, but for wizardry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like That's a dark, true. dark family. It's unfortunate because the um, uh, how to tame beast? No, what is it? How to fantastic, fantastic beast? And when I find mm. them was yeah. such a letdown. Yeah. Um. I mean, every, we're massive fans of the original movies mm-hmm. and just of the books in general, but mm. those movies really took the wind out of my sails in terms of like extra Harry Potter content. Yeah. So these new this new TV show, I not really Oh, that's why I'm asking yeah. about other new ones because I feel like they're making a massive mistake. <laughs> if you think yeah. just recasting everyone and yeah. doing it all again as a TV show. Well, if you think of like Star Wars and what they've done, like they could be like an Obi-Wan Kenobi series but for Snape and just like yeah. flesh yeah, yeah, out yeah. his character yeah. a bit more. Yeah. Would the, be pretty the, cool. Like the most popular one on like all the fan stuff is the Marauders. So it's like James Potter, mm-hmm. Sirius, Lupin. Yeah, it's like that is they have so much like width to go with there, mm. and that they could just go so hard into. I would love if they even did. They could create a like universe, cinematic universe type thing mm. with each of the four founding people of Gryffindor, and then Unlike, have them like meet. Oh, like know? merge together. Like, yeah, finally. something like that. That would but, be like, sick. But I also oh, really I like know. the Marauders. Thing. The Marauders one would be awesome. sick. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Also, if Having they uh, moaning Myrtle, <laughs> yeah. I was circling a blocked train the other day. Make a universe around her. I think that's probably going to be R-rated. Yeah. Like, yeah. Make it really time, dark. Yeah, she's, she's like a psycho. The time yeah. she spends in the bathrooms yeah. looking at people, like, oh, yeah. oh, God. not it, brother. So I was, I was thinking of shit, and this ghost girl just fucked up. <laughs> Anyways, Italian, oh Italian. god. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I but look, I'm, I'm, I know that HBO have a great track record with mm. producing great TV shows. So yeah. I've, I've got optimism, but at the same time, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard to top those original movies. It is. I've got a quick one here. Go. And I'm sure we're all going to endorse it, but um, what do we think of solo movie going just in general? Love going it. to the cinema Love it. on your yeah. own. Love it. 
I have not done it. Oh, really? And I really want to do it because one of my biggest like qualms <clears throat> with movie viewing is I have movies that I really want to watch and the people around me don't usually want to watch those mm. same movies. And I just go, I just want to go and see it. So I'm going to have to do this solo mm. movie guy. You should. Dude, it's fantastic. I'm telling you, the most recent one I did was Oppenheimer because I was on holiday mm. and I saw it and it, it's just so much fun. Like you said, I feel like sometimes when I take people to go mm. watch movies that I want to see, there's sort of a weird like thing in the back of my head going, are they enjoying it? Mm. Um, you know, even though that's dumb when you, when I say that out loud, but it's just, it's a fact, but. It was your recommendation. So you want to be like, yeah, this is going to be. Exactly yeah. You want them to have a good time, but at the same time. And then they go on their phone. Oh, and I'm like, stinker. Oh, stinker. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's actually what happened when Shout I. Shout out to, Pat Hogan, man. When knock I went your block to off. Avengers Endgame, the person that I went with didn't like understand any of the Marvel oh, no. stuff. Yeah. And then And you just want to like talk about it and give yeah. it just like, it. But honestly, it didn't matter because that mm. movie was so good that I was just having the time yeah, of my okay, life good. in yeah. my own good. thing. The problem with the solo movie going though is if you if it's something that you have to debrief, you're just like I'm itching. I'm yeah, itching. Yeah, yeah, you Your are. head's gonna something. blow that's as you yeah, yeah. That's why that's true. That's why I've sent these guys a few um, like very high energy voice memos as soon as I'm you know, bursting out of this. Yeah. Some upset ones, some happy ones. But yeah, I'm a big advocate for solo movie going. Mm. So What's your uh, go-to snack? This in transition into <laughs> go-to movie snack. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go-to snack, Red Rock Deli, sweet chili sour cream chips, <laughs> popcorn and a water. Wow. Nice. That's yeah. very Because I feel like I've got those two salty, like savory things. Yeah. And I'm, I don't want to get... Are you, uh, and are you mm. buying from the cinema? Like you buy them from yeah, the cinema? The, I'll get the popcorn from- Popcorn? I'll get the popcorn. Popcorn. I'll get the popcorn from the cinema and I'll get the chips from like IGA. Yeah. Or yeah. So you're not a real supporter of local cinema and local business. <laughs> well, I'm so buying the ticket and I'm buying the popcorn. Yeah. So I, you know, I guess you could say I am. Um, but yeah, what about you guys? I'm just popcorn and a Lipton peach iced tea. Wow. I'm a big- uh, Popcorn Maltesers guy. No, you're not. I am. Yes, no, he is. No, I, you get a packet of twisties. No, hang on. <laughs> if I'm going to buy it at the cinema, popcorn and Maltesers. Mm. But if I'm going to get something from like Woolies before, then it'll be twisties, maybe like a Kit Kat. Like Haribo, uh, like gummies or something. Yeah, like, yeah. and then drinks wise, like Pepsi Max or something just to keep me. And keep you me bet alert. your ass those twisties will be done before the trailer's oh, even fuck finished. Oh, yeah, they will. Yeah, that's, Sorry, that's what the... <laughs> That's what the chock top is for. That's the trailer. I get it. I'll go yeah, chock top. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Hold a hold an uh, ice cream for Boysenberry. You know? smash that. <laughs> Boysenberry. Boysenberry or mint, bro. Oh man, man that's so uh, icy. I'm no, sorry. mint's alright. <laughs> if the taste, the the problem is people go, oh, it tastes like toothpaste. Not all of them taste like toothpaste. <laughs> Some true. of them do, but I'll go that. That doesn't stand a chance. Yeah, like that's oh, like you first trailer done. Yep. And yeah. I'm just like, great, awesome. And then I'm for sure getting the extreme popcorn, whatever it is. The mm. green one. Yeah, the biggest one, no <laughs> doubt. And then someone goes, oh, man, you got the biggest one we can share. And I go, no, because <laughs> no. you should have got one. Yeah. And then always Maltesers. As soon as, and then my biggest hatred, like, you have to bang, like you have to open everything that has a packet that's loud. Yeah. You have to open it first. If you start, mm. you're 25 minutes in and it's like, nah. even if it's Oppenheimer and it's like, they're just about to drop the bomb or whatever. And then it's like, <laughs> I hear you crackling that. I'm just like, nah, no way. Yeah. So just open the Maltesers, all of them into the 
the popcorn mm. straight up. Do then, you mix them throughout or do you just yeah, let them yeah. filter down? No, no, they just have to. They do, they do their <laughs> <Yeah>. own thing. <laughs> they do. Oh, fuck. I hit us good. with another one. Gets me toey, that stuff. Go, go, Louis. But fun fact, I think like movie popcorn is really bad for you because I like is get it? itchy eyes after and feel so sick. I get the, really? I, I, I get the toots. I get the farts. I do. I do get a bit too. Yeah, <laughs> it's literally just cardboard, like yeah. the popcorn salt, that they use. And salt and butter. So much butter. <laughs> um, Hit us. Prediction of an actor who will win an Oscar who hasn't. That links into one of my ones as well. I did. Sorry. Prediction for like under thirty. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's to, like, to win an Oscar. I think. I think. Timmy. Timmy Chalamet. Mm. Oh, He's definitely got it one in. One from him. South Park. I got Florence Pugh. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I think. Yeah, mainly because of Tim. I mean, we'll see how that atrocious Wonka, Wonka movie will go. <laughs> but I just think Timmy's got, <laughs> he's Rock. really yeah. shown himself, like especially with Call Me By Your Name mm. at such a young age. I just feel like yeah. he's, it's bound to happen soon. Yeah. Uh, Barry Keen. Oh, oh Barry, yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh. He's, if Batman 2 comes out in time, maybe. Mm. Yeah, possibly. He's due for one. I wonder if that. We'll get him one though, like a superhero based movie. Yeah, it's always hard with those. Wondering about that. Like, it seems like everyone just goes, I want an Oscar biopic. Yeah. Straight up. But, like, it works sometimes, but it doesn't Mm. other times, you know? I had listed out as well these two women are like 28, 29. So, Olivia Cook and Cisha Ronan. She's awesome. Cisha Ronan's 29. So, she needs, she's been nominated three times, I think, two times or three times. She's she's a gimme to win one. Mm. Everything she does is good. And yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh, yeah. Oh. She's awesome too. I really hope she gets fun. This is a bit of a left field one, but one of my favorite young male actors, he's probably still considered young, uh, Sebastian Stan. Have you seen that True. Fresh movie? No. Yeah. I reckon he's got a bit of like a sick role in him. Can you show me what his Sebastian Stan looks like? His best role like? is Sebastian Stan's The Winter Soldier. He's Winter oh, Soldier. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Okay. If you see him in fresh, you sort of like get at his range. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I mean. Okay. okay. Well, um, I haven't seen that's that. That's the so. problem though. Like you get cast mm. in a Marvel thing and that's your career. the first yeah. touch point for yeah. a lot of people yeah. for you. Well, yeah. yeah. On that, like we've all seen Oppenheimer, haven't we? Yes. Uh, Robert Downey oh. out of Iron Man oh. into this. So good. Man. So but, good. I mean, he was. Range. Yeah. Yeah. Four, yeah, four. yeah. And he's, yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. He's no, but I think he was like waiting for something where that would just like grab him and then. Man, he just took it and ran with it. Oh, mm. He was Did he insane. Run yeah. Yeah. So good. But um, what were we talking about before? That there was Predictions. Was like, nah, Sebastian Stan. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was in Gossip Girl. Yeah. That was one of his first <laughs> roles. He was in Gossip Girl as this seedy drug dealer guy. <laughs> so like range. Yeah, range. range. <laughs> what about range. Robert Pattinson? Oh, He's man, coming oh, out. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Of I can't believe that slipped my mind. He's one of my favorite mm. actors working today. Yeah. And I've said this like eight times on this podcast. The amount of people who – Go when I mention Robert Pattinson, they go, "Oh, what do you mean the Twilight guy?" And I just go, "You idiot! You what haven't you seen." Yeah, and then you just go, "That's my son. That's my boy. boy. <laughs> my boy. My son." He Rob Pattinson back. so much range, especially like Good Time, <laughs> Lighthouse, Good Good Time, Lighthouse, Batman. Like he's unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Gyllenhaal. You can't forget my boy. Oh, he's like forty though. But no, no, because I I flipped the script with the under thirty, but we can do anyone with Louis' question. Jake Gyllenhaal is. Like top three best but actors. I'm worried that for like me, favorite actors. Some of the movies that he's just like put out, he's just like, oh, I don't really want an Oscar. Mm. Like I had mm. my run, but like for sure he's gonna when he starts getting some great. He should have won for Nightcrawler. He'll be back. Yeah, okay. oh man, don't even get me started on Nightcrawler. It's like my 
Probably my number one most recommended film to someone. Mm. Yeah, if they go, I want a thriller, I go, watch that. Yeah. That is psychotically mm. good. Yeah, yeah. So that is a good, good one. Okay, I have a question then. Definitely not him. <laughs> no, no, if you want to figure no, out who I am. It's going to be a mystery. They had to like subscribe so they would find out. Um, my question <laughs> then is do Oscars really matter in the grand scheme of things? Do you think mm. that when people say, oh, but it won an Oscar, that doesn't really mean that it's I think the cool. nomination is probably like mm. at this point a really big one because we're at a time when – there is even just distinct chat about like um, Oppenheimer not having a cast that was diverse enough would stop it from winning Oscars. And mm. I just go, I, I understand the complications around that, but I also go like if something is good art, we have to celebrate it for what it is. And like I would hazard to say that it's inaccurate to just chuck in diversity people mm. in a cast in a time period that was not like a diverse time period, yeah. you know, in a project that I can't imagine was that yeah. diverse as it was. Yeah, there was a lot of criticism for 1917 not having many females, but the matter of fact was that in the war, on like the front lines, on the front yeah, lines, there weren't many, maybe there were nurses. and yeah. What was it, 90% of the movie was in the front lines until Correct, you get back yeah. to like mm. home base. Yeah, yeah and it's That's like true. it's just not part of the story, unfortunately. Yeah, this is obviously like a heavy topic. Mm with diverse in Hollywood at the yeah. moment, especially like with the new rules that they've put in mm. with nominations, which um, I'm, yeah, not really, haven't really thought about mm. a lot, but that's yeah. definitely a, a big thing that's going to well, come into play. Yeah. Lord of the Rings was like super diverse. What's that scene where the two women talk to each other yeah, for like, the only, the <laughs> yeah, only, for like a single not, second? It, it definitely did not pass the Bechdel test. Yeah, that's <laughs> the, no. it, there's, it's the scene where it's the, <laughs> the so little good. girl talking to Eowyn and she goes, Where's mama? That's the only time. And then it's two on, no way. Two, two, two I didn't even know this. To each other in Lord of the Rings about nothing, and, like, not about a man. And doesn't that like time. resolve in a man being, or someone, a man coming along and being like, Shh. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, no. Right. Yeah, oh, no. yeah, it's so pretty, pretty grim. Yeah. Jesus. It's like um, the test to, like, isn't that the test that you have to pass to be considered like a diverse? I think, yeah, oh, right. the, the, Beck, the Bechdel test. Yeah. It's like, but there's another funny thing about Lord of the Rings, just quickly. The only time that Legolas talks to Frodo is <laughs> oh, yeah. at the Council of Elrond when he goes, and my bow. That's it. That's the only time he talks Honestly, to Frodo. Honestly, if I was a character in that, I wouldn't have spent much time talking to Frodo. Yeah, yeah, he's a little gimp. He's yeah. a prick. Um, back to your question though, Nick. Yes. Uh, I think, no, like it's not super important that they have to win an Oscar. Like like Louis said, at the end of the day, they're all just um, some form of art and they're their own thing. And if they're nominated, it's great. But every year people miss out and it's like, oh, how did yeah. this miss? And Especially it's like, for an still actor a great or an actress, I think it, it all just co- ends up coming down to their like career and their filmography at the end of the day. Yeah. And everyone's going to have a different opinion like, I mm. love Jake, so like any movie I see him doing, I'm like, wow, I, I really want to see that. Some people might not, you know, f- find him really enjoyable to watch on the screen, so they don't really mm. like his filmography. It's funny, like on top of that, if you hear more about a movie or learn more about an actor, you can change your perception on them completely. Like, there's 100%. a really good another podcast. Sorry if that's controversial. <laughs> <laughs> another, shout um, but I don't know who does it, so they're not getting a shout out. Mm. Um, where Jake Gyllenhaal is on it, and he mm. talks about so many things in depth for all of the movies that I've really enjoyed of his. Mm. And you go like, wow, 
you went to a whole nother level and now your movies that I already thought were like nine out of 10 mm. are even better now because yeah. of the relationship that he's got with the different directors that he's worked with and they give him this like free reign to explore characters and he'll mm. make suggestions and go, hey, how about if the character was like this or that? And then they go, let's give it a go. And then you get this like awesome relationship between director and actor to create like this art that you're going, wow, these, mm. you can see how intensely he takes his job yeah. and it pays off. You know, some people go, wow, he seems like a bit of a freak. Mm. But, you know, <laughs> ask Taylor Swift. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> she wrote a song about it. Um, who wants to I kick I got a lighthearted off? one. Um, Thank God. <laughs> this is the Chris Royale. So just pick your favourite out of these four. Chris, Chris Pine, Chris Pratt, Chris Evans or Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. In his filmography and shit. Or just, oh, how, just, just how good looking he is, Nick. No, just in general, like he's Aussie. Um, I really liked him in the documentary that he did, Limitless, mm. um, on Disney+. Plus. Um, I just like a good, you know, homegrown Aussie story. Like he, he represents us well, I think. Yeah, mm. nice. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not massive on all of them. Like yeah. they, they're all great. They're all great. Um, I'm sure they care about our opinion as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say not Chris Pratt because I really don't like the Jurassic Park oh, uh, yeah. series, and he's, you, he just you, holds his hand out like this yeah. to the what did you dinosaurs. Think of Super Mario. Oh, that was pretty good. I thought Woo-hoo! it was. I thought it was rubbish. Isn't I the guy on the plane? Isn't the guy who does the original voice still alive? Like I don't know. Mario? I'm not sure. Like, why did I'm they just? So they could have just got him. him. Yeah, I'm like, not sure. It's but actually a bit of a slap in the face to him. It was. The, I don't care about the whole accent thing. I just thought the movie in general was rubbish. And I it love, probably wasn't I, targeted to us, to be fair. No, but I love a good kids animated film. Like you mm. know, I love animated films. Yeah, but that was rubbish. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, so you Chris? said not Chris, Chris Pratt. So who's your Chris, who's your Chris Mike? Uh, I just. Oh, you're saying you're not Chris, not Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. <laughs> yeah. um, I would probably go Chris Evans because, like, he just seems like a really good dude. He does seem mm. like a good in dude, doesn't he? Real life, and then everything. he plays really good stuff. And then, like, I liked him in Knives Out. Mm. He's done other. He's done rom coms. He's done all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then he just comes out and is awesome as Captain America. And then have the seen, way that they have you seen that Ghosted? Up. That new one? No, nah, it's good with Anna Diarmas and him. He's oh, just he's just an idiot. Oh, <laughs> it's pretty. No, I'll check I like it out. I like Is he in um, that one with Ryan Gosling as well? The Grey Man. Yeah, yeah he's the yeah, he's oh, bad so guy annoying gray man. in that. Yeah, that, he he almost verges on not being my favorite Chris Evans <laughs> because of that. Chris Hemsworth is definitely an honorable mention. He's just great, and he's actually like super funny. And apparently, he parties. So mm, good on good him. on him. Yeah, yeah, to be Hemsworth and Evans. Mm-hmm. All right, um, go I've Michael, got I've yeah. got one here that could ruffle a few feathers. Go on and open up a can of worms. Go on. I've got a take like that as well. Uh, I'll, I'll ask the question and then I'll give my oh, okay. uh, opinion yep. on it first and yep. then you guys can dissect. So we don't answer the question first? No, just let me speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the question is, what do we think of ranking movies? They're all subjective. Each is different. They're hard to compare because they're all different. Each have their own effect and emotional impact on the audience. Why can't each just be enjoyed for what it is on its own? It's art at the end of the day, and we don't rank painters, for example. I'll Thoughts. go first. I'll go first. I completely agree with everything you say. I think that a lot of people get swept up in their myself, like hundred percent included. Mm. When I hear someone say, "I don't like Lord of the Rings," or "I didn't like you know this movie," and I immediately get on the defensive and I go, "You're an idiot!" Like you should mm. like it. But at the end of the day, sometimes when I go home and I think, 
I don't know why I abused that person today about <laughs> not liking Lord of the Rings. It's 100% opinions mm. and everyone should respect everyone's opinions. I think it's fun when you say these are my top 10 mm. movies, not like these are the top 10 movies. Yeah. And I love hearing everyone's recommendations. Like it's always good fun mm. when people have their own opinions and stuff. Yeah, nice. And say on the topic of Oppenheimer, like there's a bit of debate, like where does it sit in Nolan's filmography ranking? It's like for me – I'm like his stuff is just so great, and there's like maybe five that I would all put in the same yeah. caliber. So it sits I'm, at number four because <laughs> I rank them. <laughs> oh man, I, so this, this is an Angus question. Yeah, yeah, he was just, this is directed at me. The letterbox. <laughs> Go on. Um, well, on Letterbox, it's an app that me and Louis really like. Yeah. I rate movies in genres, so that technically like categorizes them. Mm. So then I rank them that way. I do have like a top list of everything but that's pretty loose i just throw shit around like if it's a four it might be better than three better than some other four but not really thought into it but in categories i like ranking them Mm. because if it's a romance it's a romance like they're all types of romances yeah but the the one's better than another okay you you reckon they they can't be even at all that's your opinion oh stuff can be even but that's just the way lists work (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm saying like why can't they just be both held in high regard and that's it. They're held in high regard, just one and two next to each other on a list. Well, then it's like down to subjective, just like oh, yeah. I like this better. So just gets, because just of this up. feeling. Yeah. And it depends all upon what you rank it on. I remember after seeing, what was it? It could have been Oppenheimer. We were in the car and I was like, I wonder how you could objectively like create different categories that you give a point score out of whatever mm. it is and they're yeah, all true. weighted. And then you input your thing of like, okay, how on genre was that? Was I interested the whole time? Um, like, did I feel like I was getting tired? Um, how was the acting? Like all these different metrics that you could pull together. And then if you just had like an Excel or something and you had that, then you could go like, okay, I'm going to write that in and then it would spit you out a score and then mm. that would rank you all things. Because like you could have a comedy and it was like, that was so hilarious and that the points for that and how you felt overall about it would outweigh a th- like a thriller that was like a four out of, mm. you know, like, and then mm. you get this really cool objective score. I haven't figured out the exact categories, but I think that, <laughs> yeah, that could hard. be a really good but That's why I've got like, episode. I've got like Step Brothers as like a five-star movie, but mm. that's because it's a five-star comedy to me. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, whereas it did what whereas you Whereas I've got Oppenheimer as like a four and a half just as a general movie. Yeah. But like obviously Oppenheimer is like, probably a better film. Yeah, such in, a cult take. <laughs> yeah. Sure. But that's <laughs> like an interesting sure. thing because then you can like account for going like, okay, Genre in itself, that genre gets points based on whatever it may be. Mm. Multiplies. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's, but in that, thrillers and drama are probably going to win all the time because they're focused around performances there, all that kind of stuff. Mm. But then if you have a ranking for just overall enjoyment, like feel, you know, you just leave a movie and you go, I don't really care that there was stuff missing in that. That was mm. just awesome. And yeah. I was engrossed and I was there for it. And other people will just go, I didn't feel that based on their context mm. walking in on the cinema like that day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Louis, do you want to yeah, rattle me, off another one? Let me rip one out. I got some good ones as well. I got some from my brothers as well. Like we were just sitting. I was like, what else you got for me? Because we mm. already had some along a certain vein and then we were like, let's go for it. Um, <laughs> if you could remake one film, what would it be and who would direct it? Wow. 
I, I can give more as well if we just want to all bring <laughs> oh, on. No, no, let, me, let me think. I'm just it. what came to my head right then was Don't Worry, Darling, and I would get David Fincher to direct it. Oh, mm. bang. That yeah, is bang. That's a huge. good one. That is you, so would good. Would you recast? Yeah, I'd recast Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> I would. They had originally had Shia LaBeouf in the role, and that would have been like insanely been, good. Yeah. yeah, that would have been cool. Well, I was going to say that I would remake Don't Worry Darling and put Shia LaBeouf as the director. <laughs> just for a controversy. Because <laughs> like Olivia Wilde probably would not enjoy yeah. that remake. Yeah. <laughs> what else? I'm trying to think of like a Denis Villeneuve, what he could have done in a different way, like a uh, like a franchise sort of film, like... A James Bond. Ooh. James Bond. I like that. Or like a Nolan Bond. That's yeah, a okay. that's a See, big that's one. That's a massive one. Yeah. That has to, yeah, yeah. It has to happen. It yeah. Christopher so Nolan Bond would be awesome. <laughs> that would be yeah. cool. I don't think he's gonna do one. Yeah. Nah. But that would be unreal. I wonder what did. it would take like to get him to do that. Like yeah. how much money are we having to fork out <clears throat> to get that guy to do I, it? I don't think mm. money's a, a thing for him anymore. Exactly. That yeah. guy's fuck that guy is loaded, so yeah. there's no way. Oh man, I'm just thinking about that now. I don't know why that has <laughs> crossed my mind. And then Killian Murphy would for sure be the villain. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Some yeah. creepy ass dude that like <laughs> yeah. you just go. Oh, he seems kind of friendly, but then mm. he's absolutely like just a creep. Yeah. What about, what about Killian Murphy as Bond? Yeah, he's missed his boat. And he's unfortunately, he's not tall enough. He's a little bit short. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, don't see, I don't see why that's an issue. <laughs> so it's like you got Henry Cavill kidnapped. on one end of the yeah. spectrum. And Two jacks. Killian Murphy how, how getting short? ragdolled around. Hey, <laughs> he's like five, six or something. He's like, very short. He's tiny. Okay, well, I think that's my height, but sure. <laughs> I don't think you're five, six. We'll I'm get into that. I think about five, eight, but that's all right. I just have to look at like on my letterbox, like, any movie that was really bad and then mm. just go, mm-hmm. that had heaps of potential. Why don't we just put one of the best like directors of all time on it? Mm. Like, mm. Anyone, anyone in the world could have done Black Adam better. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Really, any person. That is any the, aged person. Yeah. It all no, but it also comes so down to the the writing as well though. Yeah. Sometimes the directors the don't have well. sometimes the directors don't have like control over what's written in yeah. the dialogue. And then you just get these cringy like yeah, lines. Awful, and you're like, yeah, okay, awful. The director's not going to be able to save that. Yeah, oh yeah, big time. And whatnot. That's the only movie that I've ever walked out of <laughs> and we got to go for it for free. Oh. So I don't know what made it worse. Like, <laughs> yeah. would it have been better if I paid for it and then I You might have been forced to stay. Or like, we got it for free and I was like, I don't even want to watch this. This yeah. is so <laughs> Painful, bad. Yeah. It was so horrendously bad. I wrote scathing reviews and that's how I got into <laughs> wanting to write reviews and I went down this full conspiracy where it looked like the studio or someone had paid accounts to write good reviews on Google because there was multiple like reviews that were the same, exactly mm. the same, different profiles. We'll and I was like, there is no I think way. I, I think that actually this. just came up like like online. People were talking about that. Yeah. Like and it just being horrible or like – No, about the, the, review the reviews being, being fake and mm. like automated bots. Yeah. And I yeah. wonder if like – Sorry, The Rock, but I wonder like if he watched it and then he was like, I really don't want to promote this because this is shocking. (laughs) Or he was just like, nah, this is great. The team that we brought together is awesome. I'm not going to lie. He looked like he was having a lot of fun promoting it. (laughs) Looked like he was pretty on himself for making that movie. What movies have you – have you ever walked out of a movie? I've walked out of one in my life. Yeah, that's a stinker, Mike. I (laughs) haven't. 
walked out of a film. I've, I've never, fell, I've I've never fell asleep out. before, just mainly just because I'm tired. Semi the equivalent, though. But mm. but like, but not out not, of disgrace. Not, yeah, not out of dis- disgrace or disgust. But no, I haven't. It's different when you're sitting at home as well, and I can easily just turn the TV off. Yeah, mm. yeah. like I've never walked out of a cinema. I was close to walking out of Doctor Strange. <laughs> really, yeah, that's it, yeah. But I had I was not I was I was waiting for something good to happen. That's mm. why. It keeps yeah, you there. exactly. Because like they held me in there with like, oh, they could not. The <laughs> nah, musical note it. scene will it. never, I'll never. <laughs> that was one of the worst. Films. I lose sleep at night over that sometimes. <laughs> I, <laughs> the little harp note. I hear yeah, it like it. a C sharp sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah, well. yeah, you see like a treble clef and you go, oh. oh. Uh, that d- just two quick ones that I just thought of. Um, Zack Schneider doing a Star Wars movie because he was meant to do one. And he's Ooh. got that Rebel Moon movie coming yeah, out. Okay. Oh, yeah. um, cool. But Denis Villeneuve doing a Star, well, Star Wars movie would be pretty cool. That'd be just, Runner. just one, yeah. I suppose one of those um, hotshot directors who have done some interesting films, like Denis, like Chris, mm. doing a mainstream, like a, their take on a mainstream mm. franchise, like Chris Nolan did for Batman. Mm. We all yeah. saw how well that went. Yeah. So, so and it doesn't happen often. So, no. yeah. Like they always get like with the Star Wars, they always get those cringy directors to do it. I think it? you could just <laughs> honestly, back to Angus's point, you could just put. David Fincher and do anything. Yeah, he <laughs> just Oh yeah, I've got a spicy take here. Um, I believe that Tom Hanks is overrated. Me oh, too. Me you too. too? Yeah, hundred percent. I yes. <clears throat> no, sorry. Tom Hanks annoys me a lot. Apart from um, in Captain Phillips. Phillips. Captain Phillips, great film. I in preferred the of- other captain though. The guy that comes on and goes. I am the, the captain, captain now. Yeah, 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 true. He is the better captain. But I agree with you. He's just annoyed me. And I know he's like one of the best actors, whatever. I think Forrest Gump is a pretty rubbish film, not going to lie. I think you've told, told, told spoke about this before. Yeah, I think. And also, I mean, he's great as Woody. Mm-hmm. Up, you know, Has he ever played a villain? Toy? Has he ever played like a menacing villain? There's no yeah. range there. He, no. he doesn't have. <laughs> actors, always, actors don't have to play every single character. I think just the fact that he was in Forrest Gump and like Toy Story, everyone goes, oh, Tom <laughs> Hanks, we have to protect him at all costs. But I don't, I'll, I'll give I don't, you, I'll I don't give think you, so. Like, I'll give you two movies. Yeah. Well, go. Don't cast say Castaway. Yeah. And say. Philadelphia. He got back to back nominations. Yeah, we know that. that he's still overrated. So, no, no, no. I'm just saying. Just, also, we've established that a nominations. Don't no, mean, like, no, no, don't no, 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 no. I'm just and saying. It's opinions. I'm right? just, yeah, it's all opinions, and you can disagree on those two movies. Yeah, I do. I just think that, like, <laughs> I could yarn this for ages. He doesn't think you could yarn this for ages. You, you, you know, you, you think you have to <laughs> you, back up. No, Tom Hanks because society has told you since. No, Castaway is one of my favorite movies, so I'm going to back him up. Okay, and that's your opinion. So I respect it. Maybe it's just the premise of the movie. Maybe if we plopped like, um, I don't know, Denzel Washington on the beach there, I'm sure he'd do a terrific job. I also haven't. That's a good point. Seen enough like of Tom Hanks. Have you seen the Terminal? To make yeah, I really. He just puts on a stupid accent. Yeah, but I enjoy those movies. But I wouldn't. If someone said to me, who is your favorite actor and who is one of the greatest actors of Tom our Hanks generation? Never come in. He just wouldn't come in because he's yeah, simply just playing the same guy. Think first of all, this is a really good way to think of it. Think about every movie poster that you've seen with Tom Hanks on it. It's usually just him and a background and like the title. There's no one else in it. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just like the man from Otto and like yeah. um yeah. Terminal and Big. like 
anything. It's just him on it. Yeah. Standing in the very middle. He, I mean, or like like standing cells. in the middle or like the side portrait of his face. Yeah. yeah. Also, can I just... I don't. Wait, wait. One more thing. Okay. I, don't, I don't think he thinks he's one of the greatest actors of all time. So I don't think it's like... No, I agree with Nick. I, like, I agree with Nick's comment. Like, oh, everyone's like protect him at all costs. He's like one of the greats. I think he is really? very good though. I, I wouldn't say... I don't know if he's overrated, but... Hearing his, um, he was on a like uh, actors roundtable mm. thing, and he spoke very well about the process oh, of acting sure. and all of that yeah. stuff. And I know he seemed unreal. like he belonged at the table mm. with other guys Definitely. that were insane. So it I was like, yeah. "You're really good." It's just like, look, unfortunately, you've been in stuff that we could all point to and go, "That's not that good," and people mm. have hyped it up. You you're know? absolutely yeah. right, and I'm gonna sort of reiterate, or not reiterate, but just backtrack a little bit and say I do like Tom Hanks. I think he is a good actor, but I don't think everyone needs to brown nose him all the time. The word, o- the think- word overrated doesn't con- I just connote think- being bad at something. It just means yeah. that you're not I as good think- as what people are. I don't up think that he uh, – look, I just think that sometimes when you everyone <laughs> when everyone's loving someone for so long, you just have to have a few people <laughs> – to say, Bring you know back. what? No, Bring I don't think he's that I don't, hot shit. And I don't I'm think I've heard that, that many people rave about Tom Hanks. Like, what do maybe you mean? I'm, maybe I'm just not here. I about prefer Tom Hanks his son. His son is <laughs> such a cooker. Really? He's so funny. He like does like he speaks like Jamaican accent stuff. Like, look it up. Seriously, it's so funny. <laughs> All right, we can move on now. Move on. I just have to get that off my chest. <laughs> That's good. Fair enough. Um, I'm Drop a bomb on us, looking bro. Looking at more Tom Hanks movies, <laughs> yeah. Da Vinci Code. Um, oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, okay, I've got one. Do you think that streaming is ruining cinema or is it beneficial? Um, I'm going to lean towards the latter. Sorry, the, the former. Um, like obviously the writer's strike recently has been massively caused by streaming, pushing out more content and paying the writers less. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we've gotten to a point where there's a bit of too much quantity, yep, less quality, yep. especially with the big franchises. You know, they've had success and then just milked it and it's ruined it. Yep. But I think that's also been good because now we're getting a lot of unique original movies coming out. Your Oppenheimers, your like standalone stories. I don't think Oppenheimer fits in that because that's a Chris Nolan and he's okay. like, been established well, for a while. Let's say, let's say Air, for example. Okay. Like, you know, it's not it's not part of a franchise. It's just a good story. Um, yeah, I think it's been like bad in that sense in terms of writing and too much content. Yeah, quantity. Um, quantity. But, you know, it's also been good just to access more movies and see more movies and, yeah. you know, foreign films and stuff that you otherwise never would have gone to a blockbuster and gotten another round from yeah. the Danish section. Oh, 100%. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. access is better. Yeah, yeah. But that's just my take. What do you guys reckon? Yeah, there could be a more balanced approach to how it's done because we don't mm. need Kissing Booth 4 mm. or whatever. <laughs> you know, like, yes. That would never exist otherwise. Like, like the streaming just, originals, like a, yeah. probably 80% mm. crap. Yeah. I think the yeah. issue is we've just got so many. Like mm. we used to have Netflix. You know, mm. That was it. Yeah. And now there's, what, like eight? Stan, Stan Prime, Binge, yeah. there's just so, Paramount. And, and the amount of times where Hulu. I know that I've seen on Netflix that a movie is there mm. and I go, oh, great. You know, me and the family are watching a movie. Let's go watch that. And then it's been moved to another streaming service that I don't mm. have. And it's like, I've got a few subscriptions already. I've not made a money. Like, mm. Yeah, well, I wonder if it's beneficial because of the n- amount of access because they can put as many things on there if it is beneficial for the 
the directors and the writers and stuff. It doesn't sound like it is. Mm. No. You know, like maybe they would. They're not saying they're not getting enough money. And maybe they would survive, but I don't know if they would survive better without that and just going down like the indie route Mm. of things, like and through film festival and stuff like that. But one thing that I was really happy about with like, you know, um, Top Gun, Oppenheimer, Mission Mm. Impossible, those like Barbie, all those things, you kind of look at those and you go, those are big films that are worthy of going to see in cinema and yeah. i felt like yeah. when yeah. i was younger the experience of going to movies was like we're going because this is out there like if you look at movies like around the 2000s and you just go they were just making stuff that was insane like mm. almost year after year after year like you look at all of the lord of the rings just like as an example mm. the yeah. fact that they were out there you'd go to a pirates of the caribbean and you'd yeah. be like this thing's about to go <laughs> off hell yeah you Same know, less, like, dude, the and caribbean. then you're going okay, transformers <laughs> Yeah, Transformers when they were yeah. just not just robots just running into each other and just stupid sound effect <laughs> noises. Transformers movie is good. So good. Yeah, and Shia LaBeouf great. is a weapon in yeah. it. But yeah. I would I would recast Harry Styles as Shia LaBeouf in the first Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but like think about all of those movies from that period, like mm. how exciting it would be to go to the cinema in those times. I don't have that same excitement because I just – don't know if the quality and like mm. care is put into these productions. They just go, it's either rushed because of all these external factors. Like mm. with other things, they were like, we have this like baby that we're going to nurture and we're going to release it at the right point. And it was just like a masterpiece. And there yeah. was none of the other technology bullshit of like, we have to do this for this and this. And it was just like, we're yeah. making movies because mm. we're trying to make a good story. That like I think we spoke draw about people in. this on yeah. the American Psycho pod where like, the script or because they wrote there was a book mm. and they f- they floated the idea to the studio for like eight years okay. yeah. and then eventually and they found who they wanted to be you know Patrick yeah. Damon well think about and how many then, good movies yeah. like that have been sat Sit on around. for a really long time mm. that have taken like the person has sat there and gone I'm not going to make it because it needs to be good enough to go to cinema or whatever like yeah. I know that um what's the one with Dallas Buyers Club or whatever that Great Matthew McConaughey was like sitting on that. They were sitting on that idea for ages to do mm. it. And then when they finally brought it out, like otherwise you can get this, the opposite end of the spectrum. You just get like, oh, we've got an idea. Yeah, let's make it, let's stream let's it. Get, you let's know? pitch it Whereas to, like, cause you, to Netflix and they'll find it. You might get it. It's mm. just like the example of like if you have heaps of record labels and they're just looking for music, you can get anything can get through, you know, like you need a better filtration system for mm. what gets through and yeah. for mm. it to show in the cinema, it should be worthy of mm. people going, yeah, I have to see that. Well, we yeah. had a guest on um, Margot who worked mm. behind the scenes on a lot of massive budget mm. films. One of them was the Irishman. Mm. And she said that the Irishman had Netflix really rushing it. Uh, to get out and mm. Martin Scorsese was really unhappy with the film in the end because net, he didn't have time. It was, you know, it's massive film went straight to streaming, mm. but it was the first thing that they'd done with Martin Scorsese, Netflix, and they were rushing him, rushing him. And in the end, she was saying that he was not happy with the film because of that, because mm. of the mm. streaming guys. They were like, okay, we've the got pressure. We've, the pressure. We've got to get this out. Whereas Martin Scorsese in the past, obviously, when he has free reign and free time, mm. like we said, to really sit on an idea and, and perfect it to go to the cinemas. Mm. It's unreal. Even though I did lo- enjoy the Irishman. Do a they lot, go does that did that movie go on the cinema as well? I don't or does it go straight to streaming? I think, I think it, it did in America. Yeah. Limited. I don't think it was like I think we were I think it was around COVID as well. Yeah. So I think it was, yeah. so it was just straight to Netflix. Because okay. mm. well, so, I just feel like movies that are that big, you kind of go 
Oh, stream. If it just goes straight to streaming and never goes into the cinema, it's it's like it doesn't have a badge of honor of like yeah. I was there, I was yeah. a real movie. It's just yeah. like oh, you don't, you're not, re- you're more of a YouTube video for me <laughs> yeah. rather than like yeah. a yeah. I still never seen see- the Irishman because I know it's like three I, and a half hours and either. it's on Netflix sitting yeah. there. I'm like, what? I haven't either. Oh, it's great. It's really I, good. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a shame that that's the case. No, watch it, watch because I would commit to going to three and a half hours. To the cinema, but like sometimes I'm like I'm sitting at home, uh, watch something for an hour forty five, and I want to watch something for three and a half. Mm. Yeah, that's the hour, the hour forty five, no problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> breathing apparatus <laughs> help. What else we got? Let's I got um let's crack a few. And then what we'll franchises do you think don't need to be franchises? Like uh, first movie, start it, leave it. Don't need to make a franchise. Like I think everyone. Knows for example, that. you got you get Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. I've got um. I think Rocky should have just been a standalone. Just yeah. one. I, I like just one I like the creeds. One. I love the creeds. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Book, but I think they should have just ended at Rocky. Mm. Rocky one. Wow. Yeah. Because okay. Yeah. Because like Fast and Furious could have had a couple. Like I'm all for having a couple Fast mm. and Furious. All good. But like ten. Too much family towards the end for me. Like that was just like the too fact that they shit. got to yeah. that. Yeah. And that's oh, another problem. Like the fact that. People are willing to go and sit there and just look at that stuff. They still yeah. get money like, every year. What's, honestly, what was the Hobbs and Shaw? That was so bad. It was funny. Like it yeah. was actually funny. And I was like, I would watch that because it was <laughs> stupid. But it's not like it should have another category, not to be like a cinema snob or whatever. Yeah. But that's not a movie. That's like just a. <laughs> it's just an entertaining. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I heard this. I heard this. Um, this podcast. They tear these movies to shreds, and they always do the Fast and Furious ones. These famous comedians, and they they said that it's more of like a soap opera now. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so yeah. ridiculous and dramatized. Like in the recent one, the uh, Dom's son is with John Cena in the car. And they like yeah. got a swarm of cars behind them. <laughs> we watched this. <laughs> and, oh, them. Yeah, we watched it together. We watched Fast anyway, X as he, he fires these cannonballs and kills like three kids and the kid, you know, flicked the switch to do it. The kid just murdered like four guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a killer. Yeah, and we're just like what and the? then he jumps and he's out like of laughing. Car oh, and like, then he uses his car to like pull no, helicopters down. No he just accelerates and the helicopters like come it's, down. Yeah, it's, it's the most sense. ridiculous thing. Um, I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of like animated uh, animated ones like a Cars three. I haven't seen Cars three. Like, did they need it? Cars three was good. Okay, yeah, but I'm just. Is there any? Is other there franchise? franchise? I think it might be w- well known that it, I think it goes cars, cars three, cars two, as in like the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. like planes. I'm pretty sure there's yeah, a plane. Like, oh, we don't need a plane. We don't need to start doing that. What yeah. other like franchises? I'm just like blanking on stuff that. Yeah. So, well, uh, I mean, there's the screams. There's Halloween. Mm, yeah, like Saw Ten. Saw Ten is coming out. Mm, yeah, I'd never watched <laughs> See, the Saw movie. Like, I'm not it's into either that like stuff. they've just done that, and most of the time they're franchising, and they're just not good, and that's why they're franchising it. But mm. then there's stuff that, like, they're a trilogy, but then they've just messed up one of the things along the trilogy. Like it should mm. have been a trilogy, but it just wasn't. They yeah. just didn't do it right. You know what I mean? Mm. Like. They should have never done the first Suicide Squad. Just want to let that yeah, be known because that sure. was you like the second one. Yeah, second one was better. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. yeah, way better. Yeah. But the first one was okay, absolutely definitely garbage. You got a, you got another one. Uh, well, also in franchises, the final destinations are a lot of fun. Yeah, like, they don't need sure. to be a franchise, but they're great to sit down. They, and watch. they should, like I said, they're more like just entertainment. Yeah, though. they're just just turn it on in the background. You're making mm-hmm. some food or whatever. Like, yeah, you're not sitting down and have a cinematic experience mm-hmm. by any means. Quick yes or no? Do we think that the original Gladiator needs a sequel that's coming out? No, Mike. Um, I'm excited to see it, but uh, yeah, like 
Yeah, I'm excited. I think but we I, just, can't we just get some more original things happening? Yeah. I mean, mm. all these remakes and Oh, stuff. yeah. Like, like, that's a huge, a huge topic of discussion, but we all agree on it, so it's not controversial. Yeah. But, like, just remaking stuff that mm. has no business to be remade. Like, if it was good at the start, just don't touch it. Just leave it. Leave it's like it. you don't remix. Don't remix a good song. Don't but, ever but, remix One More Time by Daft Punk. Ever. But, <laughs> but, 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 but. Has but. anyone ever done that? Yeah, I'm, I'm, sure, bloody I'm, I'm, no, I'm sure they have. But, but, but. The thing about these movie studios is that they are businesses. They need to make money. Mm-hmm. And they are constantly thinking new ideas. Thinking well, new ideas to make money. And yeah. then they go, this was successful. Let's remake it. I mean, like the Indiana Jones mm. stuff. Just, but having said that, I think there has been a good, of recent times, like maybe the past two years or so, some really good original films, especially with studios like A24. Mm. They're churning out some great original, like they're the best. And they've taken over Hollywood, especially after the success of um, Everything Everywhere. Everything Everywhere. I think they have now got a lot of money Mm. and they are green lighting some awesome Cinema. I've said this before as well. You got the you got Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's new like four actors studio. Mm -hmm. Um, so the actors get all the royalties from like all the money earned. Like they get a percentage, so they don't get paid up front. They get a percentage of everything, like how well it does in the box office. You know, if it goes to streaming, how much money they generate from that. Wow. And so they started with Air doing that, and I'm pretty sure they're only doing like original stuff. That's that's great. That's cool. I love those guys. Good change. That's so good, man. That's so good. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. Uh, let me see what we got. Um, what pairing of director and actor do you want to see? Oh. Mm. What's well, coming up? Go. David Fincher and um, Fassbender. Michael Fassbender mm. in The Ooh. Killer. Um, Michael Fassbender. That's one of my most anticipated. The, the Killer. Sick. It's like about a serial killer. David Fincher's doing it. Say less. Uh, be There's so a killer good. and he kills people. <laughs> I'd like to see um, a bit like a bit left field, but I'd love to see Leo DiCaprio in a Wes Anderson movie. Mm, yes. I feel like he'd that is a good. great I feel show. Like he'd That's do a good quite, take, actually. I feel like he'd do quite well. As much mm. as I have my mixed feelings on Wes. Yeah, you, yeah, you do. But I fan. think he would be – because in a lot of his films he's he's got like this uh, the same cast that he keeps using, but then – I feel like in each film he's also gets a new person, mm. especially in the last. Well, he had Scarjo. Was that the first time Scarjo got in? Uh, oh, I think so. Maybe, but yeah. No, oh, I think she might have done some voice acting for. Oh, uh, yeah. Fantastic. Maybe. Uh, I think so. Don't quote me on that. But um, he got like Steve Carell and stuff. Oh, like, yeah. mm. New, like, a lot of different people. So yeah. yeah, I feel like Leo would be good in that. What's your favorite Pixar animated film? Well, like could be. We watched the Monsters Inc. recently. Yeah. Month they're good. I'd say, I'd, say slap. I'd say Soul or Toy Story One. Soul or The Incredibles for me. Okay. I'm I've got three that are in my like in my top movies. Mm. Go. Tangled. Absolutely mm. yeah. love interesting. Okay. So good. Interesting. Yeah. Just awesome Underrated. interpretation. Okay. Surf's up. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Oh, Surf's up. Not Pixar though, but yeah, yeah, but just like animated. Sure. Yeah, animated. Yeah. I'm not just I know, limited I know. to I Pixar. Like what I is know. This? I yeah, my question was Pixar. Oh, yeah. Shrek Pixar? No. Oh, Shrek is DreamWorks. DreamWorks. And then oh, Soul. We can't. Yeah. And then Soul. Soul but Surf's Up is one of the best films. Yeah. And then honorable mention, Luca is mad. Yeah, Luca, Luca is, is great. great. I have seen that. That's actually good. I did like and that. And we want to go Just to Italy. Spider-Man yeah. and stuff counting that. Those yeah, it does. Spider-Man it's animated. so good, man. Yeah. yeah. The new are. one, After I saw you guys like review, you went to it or something, and, yeah. and I was like, I got to see that. 
Ah, was, we got you. We got you. You got me. <laughs> got I was it. like, it was yeah, so good. So good. Yeah. I was like sitting in that going, I've never seen an animated movie like this. Yeah. This is all time. And the best thing about it was the trailer gave nothing away. Oh, I got yeah. into that and I was like, that was not at all what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You know, it's similar to that. What happens in Hereditary. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, talk us like, through that. Oh, you watch that today. The little you? girl in that is well, going to play a, a major part. Oh, you haven't Have you seen, not seen her? No, no, no. Like, don't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil yeah, it, but yeah, I'm just yeah. going to say, oh, you know, like you watch a movie and you go, the, the characters in this, I would have thought that this would center around this mm. kind of thing. And it takes you for an absolute ride yeah. that you're just like, oh my God. Yeah, Ari Aster's an interesting fellow. I'm so mm. glad I got, like, I watched that at home because I don't think I could have, like, if someone forced me to sit down, I watched it in two separate sittings yeah. but the interesting thing about that was i was after watching the first part i was still so curious and i went i want to i have to go home and watch this which i haven't had with other nice. films like where i've that's been good. like that's good that's a really interesting way to watch a movie where you Half go i need to know what happens mm-hmm. like other ones like i wouldn't do that usually because it ruins the yeah. story it's pretty yeah. gnarly, hey. but with the horror if you're like me and you need a little break every mm. now and then yeah like i couldn't watch that movie at night i could yeah I like doing that. That movie is with so weird. That movie man. is. If you watch that movie, you have to go and look at the small details that you would have missed. Because mm. there was stuff that I would like to say I'm very detail oriented with watching movies. I'll always say, "Did you pick that out?" To people, but in this, there was stuff that I missed, and then there was stuff that I caught, but didn't know what the significance of it was. And then mm. when I looked at it, I went, "This is absolutely genius." Yeah. Like, there's one thing in Hereditary that I didn't pick up on, and I went. That is a next level, next level detail. And mm. then you just go, that movie's insane. I think if you yeah. like Hereditary, you're going to like talk to me as well. Yeah, okay. Cool. And, um, the, le- and the level of like let me see what else severity of horror, like like grimacing moments you see on the screen. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I really wanted to watch um, Evil Dead Rise because I heard someone, one of my friends walked out of that movie. And okay. I go, how bad, how bad could a movie be that you'd have to walk out? Mm so stupidly thinking that and then i watched the trailer and then i was like oh like horror people have just figured out exactly what you don't want to see and then oh they as put in it like the- not bad as like, in like too disgusting yeah. no, like so like- bad that you actually feel like that is making my skin actually crawl. Like, oh, and like in bad, that like, in the tra- bad is in like gory and like yeah. gruesome. gruesome like yeah, like yeah, you're right. watching it and you go oh my Ooh, god yeah, that's yeah. horrible we Let's spoke about this an, a while ago but and i think there's a massive part of this podcast that could explore these movies like movies that are banned and like yeah. getting your yeah, reactions yeah, okay, on banned yeah, movies yeah. one of my mm. mates marcus recommended all of these he hasn't watched them just to support him but um <laughs> these movies that are like the worst movies of all time that are like people can't watch them and they say that mm. they've ruined i've part of their life because like worse than human centipede them. like yeah, infinitely yeah, worse. Yeah. That's the oh tip of I've gone girl. through. I've gone what? through a Reddit. Yeah, I've gone through a Reddit rabbit hole on like, that exact topic, and, and I've watched the reaction videos to some of these things yeah. and what they talk about. Like, first of all, don't do yourself a favor. <laughs> do yourself a favor and don't and don't watch don't a Serbian film. Oh, yeah, but do because you're gonna want to do that now because that <laughs> watch reading the plot for that was so disturbing. Well, have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't dare watch it. There's, and there's some how people do people comment, film that stuff some people commented on it and go oh man that was so messed up and the guy goes oh you watched the cut version and then it's like there's an uncut version of that <laughs> oh my like, that god is, there's like a list of like sick. especially on letterboxd there's like a list of like 
50 of the worst movies and people go, I don't view life the same way anymore. Yeah, oh that's the one. Apparently, I, I went through a rabbit hole. There are some dis- like and you disgusting, disgusting You simply cannot understand there. that someone could make something like that. Like the way that I describe some of <laughs> some these movies sicko. to you is like, think of the worst thing you could ever think of. You're not even close You're to d- what they're going to d- propose. Yeah. <laughs> oh and my then God. by watching that or reading that, you go, Oh, oh my, oh my Lord. Like that's, we shouldn't be allowed to do that. But I'm so passionate about that. Cause it's, I think yeah. it's a- it, it does make you morbidly curious though. So curious. Yeah. My, you might big... have been sending me down this rabbit hole now tonight. Don't, I, don't. And I'm not going to watch anything. I'm going to read it though. No, no you'll no, no, read it. And never watch, never watch it. There's anything. something that I, and this is like something that I have questioned people about. Mm. Some people go, I absolutely hated the X like movie, like certain movie. And I go- yeah, but why did you hate it? Do you actually hate it because like you hated the performances or did mm. you hate how it made you feel? Mm. Because like for me, I could have a movie that's a 10 out of 10 mm. and it made me feel like really uncomfortable or something like that. And I go, you did your job. Yeah. And that was a piece of art that like moved <clears throat> me enough to be like, oh, I like, I hate that. I mm. hate this. I never want to yeah. like, like Requiem for a Dream. Oh, that oh, movie- oh. I wouldn't watch that again because it just made me go like, oh my God. That's exactly what it's meant to do. I hate it so much, but I go, good job, sir. Mm. Like I tip my hat to you for doing that to me. Yeah. I'm like, I wouldn't watch it again. I'm not- 100%. Yeah. I'm not gonna my, um, I've watched it twice. My <laughs> mom- <laughs> my, Man, That's red hot. Yeah, my mom, shout out to her. She won't be this far into this episode, but she hates like action and horror and stuff just because she can't handle like violence mm-hmm. and, and like stuff down that sort of pathway. And she- hated the menu oh, because yeah. it got so like gruesome yeah, in her yeah. eyes. <laughs> um, but it's interesting how people view things to different yeah. uh, extremes. And yeah. You know, the, you know, the days of our R rated comedies, like the wedding crashes, Step Brothers, mm. just mm. like hilarious, like combo movies of like duos and stuff. Like now that just came out last weekend, strays, Will Ferrell and um, mm-hmm. Kevin Hart mm-hmm. playing dogs that like in gross, in- Nine point five million dollars, like nothing at the box mm. office. Like, that's, I didn't even have you watched it? Here? No, that's like I the new R-rated I, stuff. Uh, I think No Hard Feelings with that um, Jennifer Lawrence mm-hmm. that just came out it was a piece of shit as well. Yeah. Did you watch it? I don't yeah. think that's really a comedy flick. That's more of like a. Is it more I looked a up like I looked up like R-rated comedies, and that's and that was they're the, all them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like so we what's haven't the had question? a question. I'm just saying, have like we haven't really had a good release of like an R-rated comedy in the last like, at least five years. I would mm. say. Yeah, and do you think that's to do with the whole cancel culture thing? No, think I think it's, it's just to do with like there's a mold now and like they've all been done too much. Like it sort of hit the peak at like um, Get Hard, Will Ferrell and yeah, like it's just yeah, that two was two guys strange. being funny now and going on some little adventure. Like it, I think yeah. there's like just not enough original thought going into that because like no one would look at that as like a big money maker potentially. Mm. And I think it's semi being spoiled by like, Kevin Hart is hilarious. But putting Kevin Hart and The Rock together in a movie doesn't make like make it funny. And then just yeah. adding well, Will Ferrell at, for yeah, like something else. Look at The else, Rock. He's like, bouncing his pecs again. Ooh. It's like, <laughs> yeah. For me, it's like there's some people that are so hilarious. You just actually have to like let them go. You mm. know what I mean? And being too established. Like I think some of the stuff that Will Ferrell does when he's got more like it might be he might have more creative like reign to go. Mm. He's very funny. He just, just needs to be able guys. to go. When he had, you know when he I mean? had like Mark Wahlberg, he doesn't have a Kevin Hart next to him. No. Like, 
He doesn't have a comedian next they to him. They were so they good. They were so good. That, and man. he had free range in that as well. And he then just he, let him in, um, what's that show? Eastbound and Down or whatever. Like he plays an extremely minor character and he's so good in it. Like the bloopers from this thing. You have to check it out. It's so funny. Like okay. I'm losing it to this. And I just go, I think there's still a lot of place for mm. our movies. It's just like going to come down to really good creative writing. I, yeah. I disagree. I think the days of the stepbrothers, the days of the Anchormans is done. And yeah, I Yeah, that's what I'm sort of asking the, you the, guys confirm. The whole like the vibe of getting Will Ferrell, like, oh, let's just put them in this scene and let them free reign was mm. great, but he hasn't had a hit and that genre hasn't had a hit in years. I'm mm. thinking of like what was the movie with the Sherlock Holmes ripoff with Watson and Holmes. Yeah, Watson Holmes. and Holmes. Like that was it, that was dread that was it was um I turned that on. Yeah. It was John C. Riley and him and it was it was absolutely rubbish. Mm. I think Comedies nowadays uh, come from sort of more like the writing and like the witty mm. sort of wittiness. Like I, I can't even think of one. I put Barbie. In, I put Barbie into a comedy genre. Oh, for that sure, that was very funny. People, like Ryan Gosling, like very scripted sort of um, hilarious things, like character like, roles, uh, character roles, and like slapstick mm. and all that stuff. Yeah, I don't think the the crude. Yeah, the like, crude sort of like in, like basically an improv. And then let's turn on the cameras mm. sort of movie. But that's the thing I'm saying. Like, we'll yeah, you've got the Wedding anymore. Crashes and the Step Brothers, other guys that were all so good. Now, now they've, they they can't do those anymore. They've gone into these random weird ways of doing the comedy and the dark comedy. So, like, mm. uh, the one with uh, those four little boys, like, they're, like, being really crude. Uh, I know the one that you're talking about. Yeah. But which one? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just like these. They're like they're like twelve year olds, but like they're like swearing and doing all this like random shit. Okay, yeah. And then Stray's obviously two dogs, but it's like more crass and crude. Yeah. Like they're just doing these out, outrageous things. I think that you're right in saying like, especially with the rise of like comedians on um, Netflix, like that's the role for where comedy's coming from more so. Like I have struggled to be like, oh, I'm gonna go look at. Uh, I'm going to go onto Netflix and I'm going to type in comedy and see what comes up. Like mm. nothing ever good is going to come up. I have mm. to go to something old. Mm. I wonder if it's just like maybe society is just maturing in a certain way of like mm. that's not funny anymore. Like yeah. because it used to be hilarious. Like mm. Anchorman is like still hilarious. Step Brothers yeah. is still really good. But I wonder if like mm. it is an attention span thing or it's mm. like a it's something like that that's yeah. affecting our ability to just find human simple stupidness. Yeah. It's know. definitely changed. TikTok's fucked us all. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know if it's it's to TikTok. I think it's like, like you said, I think everyone's culture sort of, change, culture change, maturing. Yeah, I'm a sure. bit of like the cancel culture mm. thing coming in where you can't just make like pretty crass, like borderline mm. sexist, racist jokes well, like, all the time. Most on my letterbox, like any of the film that I've watched, there's maybe like two comedies in there. Mm. Like most of the things that are funny now are like. Also, a light-hearted like a peanut butter falcon. Yeah, the stuff in there you and go, that, oh, money. that's really funny because of like the lead up and like yeah. circumstance, rather than like what you just said was just so stupidly funny. Like yeah. the other yeah. guys, like oh. I still think that there's yeah. space for that. If yeah. someone could do a line and a tuna scene yeah. again, <laughs> the most recent that's one, so good. the most recent one would be the Nice Guys with Gosling and yeah, um, Russell Crowe. Yeah. Good, that yes. was good. That, that was is, good. that's hilarious. That was that was very funny. Mm. That was that was good. Or like animation. That's the only other place that you're getting. Like yeah. Oh yeah. From. Like a lot of sometimes the Disney films do it well. Other mm. times it's cringe. Mm. Oh, man. Puss yeah. in Boots. 
that the movie last was mad. The second one. So yeah, good. Fucking good. The so good. Yeah, great. Dark. Yeah, really dark. dark. Oh, man, I could just sit here looking through this and going, <laughs> such a good movie. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Do we have a final question? Let me see. I'm done. It. I'm done. What do we think of ranking movies? <laughs> no, I you reckon shut I've got, up here. I reckon I've, I've got one more question. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. It would probably be like the like the movie that you would recommend to someone, or like the most abstract movie that you would recommend to display that you're like a cinema buff. Okay. That would like <laughs> let people know, like, oh, this guy's cinemas. You know. <laughs> All right, I've got one. This guy's cinemas. Uh, this guy's. It's like it's the movie that. I like you said you want to say to be like I I bet you haven't seen this movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's it. That's the question. It's almost. called On the Silver Globe. <laughs> wow, okay. And it <laughs> came that out Polish thing? Yeah, it came out <laughs> in the 80s I think. No, no, no. Sorry, that's a lie. Okay, I'll do you one better. It's just like it's the Serbian film. <laughs> it's, <laughs> no, 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 it's not it's nothing like that. It was made in the 80s, but the Polish government shut it down. So it was never completed, but then it, it was completed recently and then re-released. It's a sci-fi movie, and you can't find it on any streaming service. Mm. But you, there's one website where you can watch it, and it's, and cool. it's weird. It's mm. very okay, so strange, it's, but it's cool. It's okay. cool. It's it's really it's got really cool imagery. It's hard to explain, but if anyone's listening, go look it up. It's mm. it's that's would be my movie. Yeah, mine would be this uh, French animated film called I Lost My Body. I don't know if anyone's seen it. Is that the one it. with the hand? The hand, yeah. Like, I Ooh. wanted to. It looks really interesting. It's so good. Um, they did an English version with like Dev Patel as the main voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I love him. And basically, a hand gets cut off this guy's body, and it has to try and reunite with him. So it's it's it sounds weird, and um, but anyway, I just it resonated a lot with me the story, um, and it's very very good. So I would float that as. Why do they always, all have to be foreign to be <laughs> That's true. It's they good. usually um, do need to be foreign. Yeah. Like we've been talking about horror a lot. So if you want to get into like horror slasher thriller stuff, I recently watched Psycho. Mm-hmm. Um, like the the original. The first I one. 19, I, wanna... I think it's 1960. All, I black, think it was, all black and white. Yeah. When I saw it on your thing, I was like, I haven't seen that. I have to watch that. I gave, it a, I gave it a five and it's like it changed the horror game back then. Wow. Yeah. And how did you find Iconic. watching that knowing like obviously being where we are now with – all right, did you still think it stood the test of time? or you? I thought it stood the test of time. Like a pressure, yeah. Cool. No, it's like when you watch like an old movie and you go, wow, like that would have been really good back then. Like yeah. mm. I'm going to give it a four because it's probably a four okay, back then. But, but if it, you went into it and someone said this was made last year, you'd be like. Uh, no, no, oh, no, no, no. If I went into Psycho and it was made last year, I'd give it like a four and a half. Wow. Mm. See, that's, that's yeah. mad. Yeah. That's mm. so cool. What about you? Um, my one is called The Seventh Seal. And it's Ooh. a Swedish film. Okay, here we go. From the ni- 1957. <laughs> okay. So, like, I was waiting. This is like ticking the boxes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the premise of it is when disillusioned Swedish knight returns from home from the Crusades to find his country in the grips of the Black Death, he challenges death to a chess match for his life. Oh, I've seen this. Tormented by the. You've seen this? <laughs> no, no, I've seen that. No, I was no. like, he's ruined. No, 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 no. Sorry, I've seen that scene. Tormented by the belief that God does not exist, uh, the knight sets off on a journey meeting up with travelers and becoming determined to evade death long enough to commit one redemptive act while he still lives. Wow. Yeah, apparently Sounds that's a very I would good. That, remake I mean, that movie as yeah. well. With someone with like who? who's and what I don't director? Know who the, who the, I would love to see. I'm a mad Brad Pitt fan, so I would just chuck him. <laughs> chuck him go, somewhere. Yeah, he would be the main guy. Yeah, yeah. And then director, 
I don't know. We could go Scorsese. Like, maybe Denis as well. Just he just mm. doesn't miss with like nah. dark <laughs> JJ <Abrams>. good <laughs> movies. So yeah, probably that. Yeah. yeah and that's yeah. a really good movie. I got like we that was an assigned viewing to watch for a film class at university. Mm. And it was awesome. Pretty the nice. Pretty nice when it's like a really good movie. Oh you man, because the other one was like this movie called Dinner, like Dinner with Andre. Dinner and for Schmucks. It's, <laughs> it's literally <laughs> Dinner Dinner with Andre, and it's like two people sitting at a table the whole time talking. And you Ooh. go, oh, is this going to be like a? Yeah. That would be one that you'd recommend to be like, I'm actually yeah. a douche. No, but, <laughs> like, there's, there's before, but there's before sunrise though, and that's basically what they do. But that's, no, but that's awesome. Cool. That they walk awesome, around man. and it's amazing. And that's a romance. Oh, that's a great uh, that's film. That's as well. The um, I'm pretty sure who's the main guy, Ethan Hawke. In, Ethan in Hawk. that, oh. he does a podcast where he talks about the process for that movie. The nine years apart for they, each one. Yeah, and they in the first one, the director said. You're gonna write all your own lines and all your like. You're gonna write down a lot of stuff, and the conversations that you have are gonna be very real. So like they did rehearsals for way longer than you would usually do, because yeah. then when they were like go, the scenes were really long, and they just simply did what they were doing, and like that chemistry so, that you see yeah. is amazing. So it makes chemistry. that movie so much better. That's and then you're really watching cool. them like at the they're at the pinball machine, mm. and I'm watching them swap turns, and they're also like ticking over lines in their head and keeping this conversation rolling and you go, this is like a Seems real so interaction. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm watching two people talk. I'm not watching a movie. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates. Make sure to follow us and leave a review on your chosen streaming platforms. Also check out our Instagram, TikTok and YouTube channel for more Cinemates content. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge Australia's First Nations people as the traditional owners and custodians of the land and pay respect to the Camaragal people of the Eora Nation upon whose country Cinemaze is based. We honour the storytelling and culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities across Australia. Also, in the spirit of chatting with mates, remember it's always important to check in with those around you. Whether it's friends, family or colleagues, sometimes they may be going through a hard time chatting with them may reassure them that they aren't alone if you or anyone you know is ever struggling call lifeline on 13 11 14.